0: Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome to day 12 of the Daniel Burke Show. Today has been an epic day. I finished work a couple of hours ago. Now I'm driving home from one of my mates places. I've been spending the, the past few days there. We had an epic weekend, like, if you listen to yesterday's episode, I talked about how uh, I did, we went through one of the most physically and mentally demanding challenges of our lives, we all uh, competed in the Spartan race, which you can find all about in uh, last week's episodes, but essentially it was 16 kilometers of obstacles, heat, mud, rocks, you name it, it had it all, absolute adventure, still recovering from it today, but that's alright, I'm going to head home now and take it easy. So what are we going to talk about today? Well I figured a lot of talk recently or a lot of my reading and consuming of media and things like that has been revolved around artificial intelligence and machine learning. So I'm just going to sort of explore what my thoughts are on the topic and try and relay some of the things that I've learned over the past few days and weeks and months of reading about it learning about it so essentially i think this year i'm going to going to start studying machine learning and artificial intelligence why well because i believe that that that's the future that's where we're heading if you look at all like technology technological advancements it all comes down to eventually making some sort of hardware that's as capable as the human brain. I watched a TED talk today that discussed the future of machine learning and artificial intelligence. It was, it was actually really good. I can't remember the exact title, but there's a fair few of them now. And he described how in the industrial revolution we built machines that would replace our muscles. So for example if you're a farmer you now have a tractor that can plow your fields much faster than what you could with just your just with your muscles and a a tool essentially a tractor is still a tool I know that but it's certainly a lot more effective in plowing a a large area as compared to just a normal garden hoe and that's essentially how the industrial revolution when we started just replacing everything we needed to use our muscles for with with some sort of machine and the the speaker he went on like so that was his point about the industrial revolution and then his next next point was about the intelligence revolution which is what what we're going through now essentially and so 2000 years ago imagine this right It, it took well, just a thousand years ago, or he said some sort of date in history, but it was around a a, a couple of thousand years ago, it would take human beings at least another thousand years before we doubled the amount of knowledge that we had. And now in today's world, with the power of the internet and the power of smartphones and books and other forms of medium to share knowledge and stuff like that, the amount of knowledge that we have as a as a species doubles every year. That is absolutely insane. And the thing is that this intelligence revolution, it's, it's exponential. So if you imagine a few thousand years ago, it took us a thousand years to double human knowledge. And then from then on, it took us less and less to double knowledge. And now we're at the point where our knowledge doubles of everything doubles every year so why, what, what's what's going on with this intelligence revolution like what's the next step so the human brain is comprised of a, a limited amount of neurons and capacity to process information but as far as we know there is no limit to what we can create in terms of intelligence so if you've looked into it before and like AI and super intelligence, the whole the whole fear of creating AI, or if you've ever watched like Terminator or something like that, is that eventually the artificial intelligence, other words AI, will become smarter than us, realize that hey, we no longer need you on this planet anymore, so we're just gonna maximize our potential for growth. Now how like that I don't know if there's sort of any for me at least like that's a that's a scary and exciting philosophy to say the least scary in the fact that when when will this point in time come that we will be able to to make this sort of level of intelligence like what else is in my eyes I'm thinking like what else is there for human beings to aspire to than to create some sort of knowledge that is smarter than ourselves or create a species that is more powerful than us. So, if you think about it, like that's a, one of the main fundamentals of life is that it has to reproduce. Maybe us creating a form of intelligence smarter than us, more intelligent than us, is our next step in evolution. Because by by what all the experts are thinking and by all the models and by uh, Moore's law, like in terms of computing power will reach this level of intelligence that's smarter than a human being within the next 50 years if everything plays out, it'll be within the next 50 years which is within certainly within my lifetime probably, definitely many of the people listening's lifetime and I that's one of the fundamental reasons I've decided to start learning about machine learning and AI and things like that I want to and I also want to share what I learned on this podcast because it's it's kind of scary the unknown like this this rise of intelligence like that is if you just look in the past decade like the iPhone is not even a decade old yet and it's doing look at the things that Siri and even Not even just an iPhone, like Alexa. I'm recording this whole show on an iPhone. All the voice recordings, like uh, like the things you can do. My friend in his house, I was just at, has all of his light bulbs, his front door lock, a bunch of other things hooked up to the Wi-Fi. And all he has to do is simply say a command into his phone and he has full control over them. And this is only within a few like, within a decade of the iPhone coming into existence, and now it's all been run through the iPhone. Some amazing, amazing things happening in the tech world. And then imagine if this, this growth in intelligence and, and voice recognition grows at, a, at an exponential pace. Extrapolate where, where we'll be in the next 40 years, 30 years, even less, 20 years and i know people like people say it all the time oh technology has changed so much since since they were young and i hear people who are older than me and things like that not getting into computers and stuff like that because it's just it's changing so fast and from my research like that's that's why i don't want to fall behind i don't want to be that kind of person who who doesn't get into something and eventually that becomes the the main way of how human beings interact with each other and where am i going with this i don't even really know i'm trying to trying to think out loud in terms of why and it really solidify the reason to myself as to why i should dedicate time to learning machine learning and artificial intelligence because i really see like what what else is there for human beings to achieve once we make something that's smarter than ourselves and can improve its own intelligence and Imagine, just imagine an intelligent program, an intelligent piece of software, an artificial intelligence that can teach itself new things. So if you built a program that can search Google for whatever it needs to know and read every single article that's ever been written on, let's say for example, cancer. So if we developed an artificial intelligence to solve or to cure cancer for human beings, imagine if we built it in such a way to to run through every single piece of study or every single piece of research that's ever been done in terms of solving well establishing a cure for cancer something that would take a human being longer than a lifetime to do because i'm sure there's that much information out there right now so one imagine one human being would would not be able to complete in a lifetime even i would even go out on a limb and say that a thousand human beings couldn't do it in their lifetimes. So imagine if this artificial intelligence had the power to do the work of 20,000 human years of research in the space of a week. Let's just say, hypothetically, so this AI, artificial intelligence, has read through and analyzed every piece of research on cancer that's ever been done in the space of a week. Now how far away are we of actually creating this type of technology? I don't know. We may be closer than we think. We may be further away than we think. I need to I need to learn more about this area, but that kind of to have that kind of power in a in a technology like that is insane. 20,000 human work, human years of work in one week. And now what can we do with that data? I don't know. I think the artificial intelligence would have a better answer than we do. Imagine if the cure for cancer is just sitting under our noses. We just needed to collaborate on all our data more instead of hiding it from each other. And the AI AI finds the common trend along everything and solves one of mankind's greatest illnesses. And that, the thing is that once we develop an artificial intelligence that can manipulate its own learning patterns and mimic how human beings learn but on a much greater scale That that is effectively that's effectively a god a god because if knowledge is power and this thing can teach itself and learn at an exponential rate to the point of it's doing 20,000 human human work years in terms of knowledge gains and intelligence in a week times that by a month, times that by a year where what where are we at now? like we like that I can't even fathom like is it is it possible for us as human beings to imagine something more intelligent than ourselves? And that's a, like a philosophical question philosophical question that I, I ask. I ask myself and I like to talk about with friends, I said to to one of my leaders at work today, Damien. Just as a passing comment, like we were we were mir- admiring the how the Apple Store looked, and I said to him, "Can you imagine what this place will be like in ten years?" And we both just were sort of taken back by the by it. Just, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can. I'm, I'm speaking for him on this at this stage and. I certainly know how I felt, I, I, I can't imagine it, that's that's how it is. If I look back in the, the time since I started working at Apple, and I just, why do I use Apple as an example so often, well because it's, it's so prevalent in my life, so it's just easy to use that as an example, but you can look at other companies like Tesla, SpaceX, anything that Elon Musk does actually, that's absolutely incredible, he's even created Uh, an open sourced an open source company or however you want an organisation called OpenAI which is so that the leading researchers and professors and workers in artificial intelligence can collaborate on the things that they learn about artificial intelligence so that no one entity gets complete control over over AI knowledge, because if if one if one country developed a, an artificial intelligence that could go through all all of another country's phone networks and internet history and whatnot, they they've effectively got a superpower in terms of if they wanted to take over the world. So, I definitely think there's we're moving towards the the inevitable. We'll definitely, if you imagine any sort of technological increase over the past, over the, sorry, over the next 50 years, 100 years, 1,000 years, however long however long it takes us to get there, there's no questioning the fact that eventually we're going to get there. We're going to make some sort of intelligence that's, that's greater than us. Like, we've been doing it, we've been doing it for the last however long, ever since Alan Turing had the idea of logical machines that could think for themselves and you could write a set of instructions and the machine would the machine would perform those instructions, that's where we're at now, is that we, we create a machine and we give it a set of instructions to perform a certain task but in the next however long, not too far future, probably maybe within my lifetime, I don't know we're going to get to a stage where the machine writes its own instructions that in turn writes its own instructions again and again and again, and that just keeps going and going and going. And the amount of work it produces, the amount of knowledge it it reveals will just be incredibly exponential. So over the next year, I'm going to dedicate at least a year worth of study for it I don't even know where I'm going to start. I'm going to probably, how am I going to do this? I'm going to Google where's the best place to learn machine learning. I'm no, I have no doubt that there's probably an abundance of courses online. There's resources everywhere if you ever want to get into software development and things like that online. I definitely won't be going to any sort of university or whatnot. I know I can teach myself all of this stuff. Why do I want to learn it? Well, partially because I don't want to fall behind in terms of where, where the knowledge space is going. I think if I did manage to learn it and become, become good at it and skillful in machine learning, that'll be a skill in the future that's applicable to any industry because inevitably that's where everywhere is going. They're, the car you're driving, the, the washing machine you use, the toaster you use the phone you're using the microphone I'm recording into oh by the way I got a new microphone it's a it's a Shure it plugs straight into my iPhone I haven't quite worked out all the settings yet but if you are hearing this episode and you you think it sounds a little better that's phenomenal this mic wasn't a waste of money but anyway yeah that's where every industry is going some sort of artificial intelligence that's what what inevitably having this level of artificial, having this level of intelligence is going to erase a large amount of jobs we've already seen with the industrial revolution a whole amount of whole industries being wiped out like I don't know who told me recently that uh, some amazing statistic that the US in the solar industry now are employing more people than they are in the coal industry like that's i know that's not really related to artificial intelligence but it just shows how the how quickly a landscape can change and how quickly an environment can totally evolve that's the one thing that's always constant in life is that it's it's going to change and i really do think that after all the all the reading i've done all the TED talks I've watched, all the smart people I've listened to, I've listened to Bill Gates do talks on it, everyone everyone up in the tech world, Elon Musk, I'm sure Steve Jobs, is, if he was alive, he'd be moving towards some sort of AI venture, I know Apple is for sure in, in multiple areas, especially Siri, but that's where the future lies, look at self-driving cars, like I remember my friend George the other night was telling me that he, he drove in a Tesla car and he was driving it on a, along a road in my home city and it was on autopilot and so essentially what autopilot does for, in Teslas is that it monitors which lane like what, where you are in relative terms to, to the lane to the, to the lane markers and it just tries to stay tries its best to stay within the lane just maneuvering itself through a number of sensors and cameras and whatnot. And he was telling me it came up to a section of road in in the city, not, not on the highway or anything, but in the city. He was it was literally driving itself through the city. And what do you think is running all of that? It's it's artificial intelligence. Like he said he could take his hands off the wheel and the car would drive itself through the city, abiding by the speed limit because it would take in, I'm assuming it takes in the car's relative to it and adjust its speed limit accordingly. And he, he said the Tesla, the car gave it, the car gave it an alert, like him an alert. When it came up to a piece of road, it didn't really understand. Okay, and so fair enough, the car's just going, the wheel started shaking. He said, well, we're not shaking, but vibrating to let him know that, hey, you need to take control of the car now. I'm driving in an area I don't really know like a car is telling you that most of the time you're you're telling your partner that or you're telling the GPS that but instead this time the car is telling you that it doesn't really know where to go that's just just imagine that the car is giving you feedback that that hasn't happened to me before ever and I'm sure it will once I own a Tesla like that's gonna be my next big purchase because I'm just Absolutely in love with the company, but anyway, that's that's another story I'll talk about later. And the, my favourite part of this story is that the car, even though it said it didn't know where to go, it said take over. And once once George took the wheel, he took the wheel, drove through, drove through the lane as normal. Like this, is a, I, he told me the stretch of road he was in, and it was a pretty complex. I know the area. I don't know the exact road but I just know the area and I know it's a complex area to navigate even for a human being. And what is great is that he had a Tesla rep sitting next to him in the passenger seat and the rep said, yeah, as you drive through this section of road, the Tesla is monitoring how you're driving and uploads it to the Tesla network so that its AI and neural networks can." analyze the driving pattern you did like speed turn etc etc indicators and it uploads that to the cloud and pushes that out to all other Tesla models in in future software updates and and things like that that is an absolute insane like that I, I was flabbergasted when he told me that that sort of stuff fascinates me and that's not happening just in the car industry like Tesla Tesla, phenomenal company, but other companies have been doing this for years. Like, look at Google. Every time you type something into their search engine, they've got an algorithm which virtually reads exactly what you say and analyzes it through their billions and trillions of other search, previous search history. And then that's how they bring up their suggestions. How do you think it's so fast? Their, their AI and machine learning have just taken in so much data and just they can predict what you're gonna say next. I know sometimes it's it's not that great, it's not that accurate, but I've certainly had experiences where the search engine Google has just literally taken the words out of my mouth. It's kind of crazy. You ever been scrolling on Instagram and noticed that you see a picture, an advertisement of a picture of something that you were recently like you were recently googling on the internet? That's AI, that's, that's artificial intelligence taking in data, recognizing the fact that you're interested in, in this product and then putting it right in front of you in the hope that you buy it. Now that's just a really small example of how artificial intelligence can be used to make money. Advertising is one thing, but there's, it can be applied to literally any industry, literally any industry how's it relative to me? Well, I'm, I'm dreaming of an artificial intelligence if I, if I get good enough, if I get skilled enough in this field, how can I one of my passions is nutrition and fitness, how can I develop some sort of artificial intelligence to help people improve their lives in, in those sort of aspects This is this is what I think about a lot of the time, like this is, I've been thinking about AI and Machine learning for a long time, so it's. it's I think it's time. This year, I'm, I'm going to have a lot of free time. I've, I don't I haven't really told many people why, but you'll find out eventually. Like, if you listen to this podcast enough, you'll you'll understand why what I'm doing. I've got a few big plans this year. Podcast is one of them. This is just the start. I'm having so much fun with this. I want to learn too many things. It's crazy. I'm addicted to learning. And this machine learning, I don't know if anything's excited me this much in a long time. Like to learn AI or to, to create my own business in terms of artificial intelligence. Maybe not even artificial intelligence, but creating my own business, that's excited me. And machine learning, that's another thing that's excited me is... They're the top two things in the past five or six years since getting into food, food and nutrition and, uh, and fitness. They're the two big things in the past half the decade that have really, really got me thinking and got me excited for what's next. A little bit fearful in terms of AI and a little, of course in business like this, there's always anxiety, but I love it. I love the anxiety. A lion loves to hunt and I'm, I'm definitely a lion. So, what's next? I don't know, I think I'll spend tomorrow morning researching opportunities to study machine learning and AI. I'll find out what courses I can enroll in and then I'll I'll talk about them on here and see what you guys think. I'll try and share what I learned, try and share what I find out, try and share some stories about what's going on in the world of machine learning, artificial intelligence. I haven't, as I said, I don't really structure these podcasts, so I just love to, I love to find out new things. I love to do new things and share it with you guys. So thank you all so much for listening. What's the point of this episode? Well, it's just to let you know that I'm excited about what's next in machine learning. And if you haven't really had a look into artificial intelligence or machine learning, just just Google it. There'll be so much to come up with. There'll be amazing TED Talks. I can't remember the one I watched today, but I'm sure there's a hundred more. So yeah, I hope you're having a good night. I hope you have a good day. Learn something new. Share it with someone else, that's what I like to do.